Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the word of God. Praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for all of his wonderful works. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise for all of his wonderful works. Hallelujah. The Lord is certainly worthy of all the glory and the honor. Praise God. Well, okay. That's a couple of you. Some of you looking at me, you're on the wait and see list still. I, I'll try it one more time. God is certainly worthy of the honor and the glory. You ought to just be glad that you're able to be in the house of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah! Hallelujah! I know it's been Saturday and we've had our mind on a lot of stuff, but we ought to just give the Lord some praise just one more time. He's been too good to me to stay silent. Praise the Lord. And I want to give honor today to this wonderful church. And I'm so honored to be here. And, um, I give honor to the bishop of this house and his wonderful family. We thank the Lord for them. And uh, want to give honor to Pastor Justin Gleason and Sister Anna Gleason and those wonderful children and all the leaders that are here. The Lord is not waiting around to do what he's going to do upon the earth. He's looking for partners. He's looking for partners. He's looking for people that have made up their minds, we're going to get it done, no matter what. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 12. Verse number 49. commend you for coming out on a Saturday night. People that come on Saturday are not coming because they, they don't have nothing else to do. Hallelujah. So you came here on purpose. And so I, I want to commend you for that. And I want to bless you for that. Luke chapter number 12, verse number 49. I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I if it already be kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straightened till it be accomplished? Suppose you that I'm come to give peace on the earth? I tell you no, but rather division. Some stirring words from the Lord. Tonight, my assignment, I would like to talk to you just for a few moments about a fire that divides. A fire that divides. And uh, 
I, I hope you come to help us here tonight. Now, I, I didn't come to sermonize. The Holy Ghost is going to help us here tonight. Some of you need a baptism of passion like you've never had. Some of you need a baptism of the zeal of the Lord. And the Lord's going to help you tonight. Father, I thank you for the word of the Lord. Thank you for these wonderful people. I pray that you would help me to articulate what you want me to say in this house. And Lord, help me not to say any more or any less. But Lord, help me tonight to uh, be harnessed and yoked with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you believe the Lord's going to help us, I want you just to praise the Lord one more time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. 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 Exalt the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, some of you ain't praising him yet, but some of you ought to praise the Lord. Some of you are wondering when your miracle's going to come. I'm telling you, your miracle will come when you begin to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 You can be seated in the presence of the Lord here tonight. I have traveled now throughout the United States and some of the world. I've traveled now in excess of 25 years. And... Um, that's not as much as some, but that is certainly by far more than others. And in that 25 years, I have seen a lot of stuff. I've seen some stuff that would literally make you laugh until you cry. Trust me, I've seen it. I was in a service one time. And while I was in, the in this service, I was standing over there off to the corner. And while I'm over there, I was, uh, I was a pretty robust man at that time. Hallelujah. Probably around 450 pounds. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. I, I'm not going to be shy about what I do in God's kingdom. And I'm not going to be shy and backwards about what I do in life. And the reason is, is because God's given me my life back. And I don't know why some of you are shy and, and backwards about the things of God. Oh, I better not, because I, I, I'm going to say it again. I don't know why some of you are shy and backwards about the things of God. Some of you are here tonight, and God's given you your life back and has given you your life, and you're living. Okay, I got a couple of you and say amen, but that's all right. I'm going to say it again. Some of you have gotten your life back, and God's blessed you and your family, and you ain't got one reason to sit here and be shy and backwards about anything God's doing. If I were you, I'd be the loudest one praising God up in this house. If if God had done for me what he had done for some of you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be keeping me quiet. I'll tell you that right now. Well, hallelujah. Mm. Well, so praise the Lord. I'm over there in this corner, and I was over there in North Carolina somewhere, and I was, uh, Brother Caleb, I was over there, and I was a robust young man, 450 pounds, and I'm standing over there. And, uh, I mean, I, 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 I was just looking around, you know. And about that time, they wheeled this woman in. They wheeled this woman in this wheelchair. And 
I, I did not know it. They wheeled her in there. They brought her in there from the, the, the nursing home. And she had been in that, she, she had been in that nursing home, not because she was old or anything, but because she had not been able to move her legs in six years, let alone walk. And uh, she was over there, and they wheeled her in there. And about that time, she looked across the way and saw uh, me. I guess at that time, I was so big, Helen Keller could have saw me. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. So did you see me? No. Blind Bartimaeus could have saw me. And I was over there, and she, I did not find this out till later, Bishop Gleason, but when she wheeled, they wheeled her in there, the, the Spirit of the Lord spoke to her. Now, I would have probably took this up with the Lord had I knew he said this, but he looked at her and said, you see that fat man over there? He's going to lay hands on you, and you're going to get up out of this wheelchair. Well, praise the Lord. And uh, she, she just went on in the service, and it didn't look like nothing was going to happen. And uh, the service broke out. And the gift of faith was in the service. The working of miracles was in the service. Uh, now, I'm going to tell you all a little something. Jesus uh, is not one of these philosophical think tank Jesuses. Well, praise the Lord. Our God is a God of action and a God of fire. I'm going to say it again. Our God is a God of fire. And if you got baptized with the Holy Ghost, you didn't get some watered-down version of what God intended you to have. He gave you power, and he put fire upon you. And anything that opposes that fire is out of the will of God. Well, okay, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I said anything that's trying to squelch your passion for the things of God is not in the will of God. It is out of the will of God, and something ought to get in you that raises up against that. I'm telling you what I know right now. There are people in this room, the enemy has gone about not to steal your salvation. He wants to take your joy out of you. He wants to steal the very fire out of you. So, you're, so you won't be a disciple maker, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Lord said, you see that fat man over there? He's going to lay hands on you and you're going to get out of this wheelchair. Well, the gift of faith was working and a mir working of miracles, but you know how we are. Uh, sometimes we went over there, and I went over there to pray for the woman, and uh, I did my little, you know, Lord, touch this woman. Lord, bless her today. Oh, God, you see what she's going through. And God's like, are you kidding me? It took you a bunch of oatmeal cream pies just to walk over here. And that's all you're going to give? I'm having a lot of fun up here. Praise the Lord. I'm having a lot of fun up here. He said it took a lot of oatmeal cream pies for you to get over here. And that's all you're going to do? Praise the Lord. And so I'm like, okay. He said, I turned around and walked away, and the Holy Ghost said to me, now go back there and turn around and really pray for her. And then he told me something that could have got me kicked out the ministry. He said, I want you to lay hands on her legs. Now, folks, that better be God. That better be God, because if it's not God, you're out the ministry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't be touching other women's legs. Hallelujah. Especially when you're married. Praise God. And so here I am. I said, now, God, wait a second. I said, I'm not doing that. That'll get me kicked out the ministry. And God said, do it now. So I walked over there. This woman had not moved her legs in six years. And uh, and I walked over there, and I, I just 
was watching to see if who was taking pictures and stuff. And I laid my hands on that woman's legs, and I commanded those legs to begin to work and to operate. And I commanded those legs, I commanded her to come out of that wheelchair. And ladies and gentlemen, I turned around. And when I turned around, there was a commotion that began to happen. Uh, that woman began to move her legs after six years. And then after that, uh, she got up out of that chair and walked out of that. I'm telling some of you right in this house right now, God wants to loose a fire upon you that you are not afraid to exercise the power of God. Somebody ought to praise the Lord in this house right now. God wants to take and baptize the life church with a fire and a passion that is not going to wane when you get out of this building. Well, hallelujah. We need, Bishop Gleason, we need a baptism of fire. That's what we need. We don't need no more. Uh, no, we don't need no more long twelve-week lessons. Oh God, help me! We don't need no more of that. What we need is we need the power of God to be demonstrated in our lives. Oh, I, I ain't got nobody say nothing about that. I'm gonna tell you something right now. People are not interested in your twelve-week Bible study until they see you demonstrate what you say you have. I will say it again. They're not interested in your 12-week Bible study until you start demonstrating what you say you have. When you come up on somebody that's empty and void and they ain't got nothing going on, the Bible didn't say that the Lord saw that and said, well, hey, let's do a 12-week Bible study. The Bible said, and the Spirit of God, when he saw emptiness, when he saw void, when he saw darkness, the Spirit of God moved. Well, is that what that Bible said? And the Spirit of God moved. 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 They'll need your 10, they'll need your 12-week Bible study after the Spirit moves. Well, praise God. They'll need that after the spirit moves. But we got to come out of this uh, out of this deal where, and I've seen it over the last 10, 12 years, where our where people's passion has waned more and more and more. Well, I'm gonna tell you why some of that's happened. It's because we have learned how to own everything we feel. Well, praise the Lord. We have learned how to own everything we feel. Let me help you here tonight. If just because you feel something does not mean it's you. Well, praise God. There's this wonderful thing called the gift of discerning of spirits. And the gift of discerning of spirits, the Holy Ghost is a discerner. So just because you feel depression don't mean you're depressed. Is this on? Just because you feel depressed doesn't mean, feel depression don't mean you're depressed. Uh, I'm going to say it again. Just because you feel depression don't mean you're depressed. The Holy Ghost is a discerner. The Holy Ghost is a discerner. It's like a radar that can pick up things, and you can discern the Spirit of God. You can discern the angelic. You can discern human spirits, and you can discern the demonic. Well, hallelujah.
And when you leave out of this church and you go out here and you're driving up and down these streets of these communities and, you st- and, and you've come out of a red hot move of God and you start feeling stuff, that wasn't intended for you to own. God was allowing you to pick up on that because that's what needs to be dealt with in the region. Me. Uh, I'm going to tell some of y'all right now, uh, don't let the devil lie to you and get you to own in everything you feel. That is a lie from the devil. Uh, you got to cast down those imaginations. Uh, you got to know that is not mine and I'm not going to receive it. Uh, Oh, I wish somebody give God some praise in this house right now. That's why some of you can't praise God like you need to praise him. Because you're too busy owning stuff that don't belong to you. But when you cast it down and you have an understanding that I am a child of God. I'm coming after it in the Holy Ghost because there's some of you that have owned stuff for years that never belonged to you to begin with. Mm. Somebody worship the Lord one more time. I'm in the Holy Ghost. I'm plowing through something right now. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. I'm plow- We're plowing through something in the Holy Ghost right now. God wants to work with you in the gift of discerning of spirits because while you're out there being disciple makers, you're going to be discerning stuff. You're going to be picking up stuff. And before you ever get to it, before you allow it to get to you, you're going to cast it down. I know what I'm talking about right now. I'm not just up here blowing smoke. I'm telling you what I know in this church. There are some of you right now, you've been feeling all kinds of stuff. And the devil's been trying to tell you, that's you. You don't. That's you. That's you. That's your problem. You got the problem. No, I do not have the problem. No, I do not have the problem. The fact of the matter is I'm discerning what's going on. That God's going to give me a word of knowledge on how to handle it. I will say it again. You are not depressed. I'm going to say it again. You are not depressed. Stop owning it just because you feel it. There are all kinds of people in this region that are battling depression. My God. Well, Brother Wade, I must be depressed. No, you are not. I'm sick and tired of these people telling us own something just because you feel it. I am absolutely sick and tired of these people that are allegedly spiritual saying, well, you know, you feel it. It's okay to confess it. Let me tell you something, young lady. Don't be confessing stuff just because you feel it. Because this is how it works. The first thing the enemy will do is bring to you a feeling. Is this okay? The first thing he will do is bring to you a feeling. The second thing is he will get you to verbalize it and you'll take ownership of it. Well, praise the Lord. And then the third thing is you will take it on as your identity. I am. I feel I have and I am. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. Revelation is coming. There's people that's been wrestling with this for weeks in this church. I'm not up here just talking about there's people in this room. You've been battling this for months. You've been battling this for months. And the devil's been lying to you, saying, well, you got something you can't get rid of. That devil's a liar. I find that the Bible said that when he come upon the lunatic, he cast the devil out. (laughs) 
My God, have mercy. There's a showdown coming at Mount Carmel, y'all. There's a fire coming, and it's going to divide because... There's a fire coming, and it's going to divide, and it's going to burn out that stuff that's been hanging on you. If you want that, you ought to get on your feet. I feel the authority of the Holy Ghost in here right now. Somebody has got to make up their mind. I'm casting it down. I loose a fire in this house on every mind in this building right now. I loose the fire of the Holy Ghost on every mind in this building that the devil has lied to them and said they're not going to break free from it. That is a lie from hell. I lose a fire. I lose a fire. A fire. A fire that will purge. A fire that will burn. A fire that will divide. A fire. Woo! Somebody ought to take about 30 seconds and give God some praise in this house. Don't wait for me to continue to preach. I want you to go ahead and lift your voice up. There is victory in this house right now. There is militant power in this building right now. There's got to be a fire. There's got to be a fire in my house. There's got to be a fire. I said, go ahead and praise the Lord. I didn't say worship. I said, go ahead and praise the Lord. There's militant power in this building. There's a fire of God in this house that says, I want to burn out the normal. I want to burn out the status quo. I want to burn it out. You need fire in your house right now. Some of you need fire in your marriage right now. Some of you need a hot burning passion for the things of God. down the lion spirit of depression right now in the name of Jesus. I cast it down in the name of Jesus Christ. I curse every uh, mental illness right now in the name of Jesus. I cast it down right now in the name of Jesus. I loose the fire of the almighty God upon it right now. just give anything to be able to think straight. Now is your opportunity to get healed in your mind. The enemy's hoping you own that so he can zap the fire out of you. So he can take your passion away from you. So you will not be, have any boldness whatsoever. I'm done preaching. 
I feel militant power in this building right now. I feel militant power upon me. I am an absolute affront, Bishop Gleason. I am an absolute affront to that lion spirit that says you have to lay back and take it because it puts it on you. I am an absolute affront to that. It is an absolute affront to the spirit of God for you to be confessing stuff just because you feel it. If you've got somebody on your Facebook page that pats you on the back and tells you it's okay for you to own it, you delete them tonight. I ain't joking. I am sick and tired of these dumb social media influencers. They ain't got no authority. They couldn't pray or flee through to nothing. I'm coming after something. I'm telling you right now. They couldn't play. A, they couldn't pray a flea through. They couldn't get a prayer through. I'm going to tell you. I had a friend of mine preaching not too long ago. He was preaching about miracle power, and and there was two. Please forgive me. Texas is rubbing off on me. There were two dingbats over there laughing and mocking the man of God while he's preaching about apostolic power. There's a showdown coming. There is a Mount Carmel showdown coming that says we don't want no more watered down experiences. We, we don't want no more watered down experiences. I don't know about you right now, but I'm going to tell you God's got more for you than you just to sit on a pew and just sit there and accept anything that God's, that the enemy has. Whew. Let me tell you what happened, sir. Let me tell you what happened. In November, in November of last year, I went through something, and I'm done preaching. I went through something, and, and I, I talked to Pastor Justin Gleason about this. I went through a situation and where I had a disappointment. I had a disappointment come to me. And I, I got sucker punched. Well, hallelujah. There's no other way to say it. I got sucker punched. And while I was over there, getting, while I got sucker punched, the enemy thought it would be a good idea to try to capitalize on it. And for 30 minutes at a time, the enemy, a spirit would come to me. And for 30 minutes at a time would try to convince me to quit altogether. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Brother Wade, you're not supposed to say that because, you know, you're in the life church and you can't be talking about that, you know, because you're on social, you're on Facebook Live. I don't really give a care. Hallelujah. I don't really give a care. Now, Brother Caleb, I feel militant power in this building. And for 30 minutes at a time, the enemy come to me and tried to convince me to quit. Not just quit ministry, just quit altogether. And I said, and I, I, talked, to, I talked to a friend of mine, was talking to him, and he says to me, Bobby, are you depressed? Are you depressed? And something rose up on me. And I was driving my Honda Accord, pulling out of the, the, the uh, Apostolic Hangout 2.0. I was pulling out of Walmart. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was pulling out of Walmart, and when he said that, I slammed my hand down on the console, and I shouted out loud. I said, I am not depressed. I am not depressed. 
And when I said that, the power of God fell down in my car. And that spirit left me. I'm going to tell some of you again, you are not depressed. You are discerning what's going on around you. The devil wants you to own it because he wants you to imprison you so that you don't operate in the things of the spirit. But that devil is a liar. The fire of God is in this building right now. You ever hear anybody say, well, my cancer came back? <clears throat> you know what they did? They identified with the cancer. Oh, my. I'm going to say it again. They identified with the cancer. It's mine. I am cancer. What? Now, I may have to go through the symptoms. I may have to go through the treatment, but I'm not going to possess it as mine. There is a difference. There is a difference. There is a difference. I cannot afford to own something just because I felt it. I'm going to tell you young people something here tonight. Just because, just because some unclean thought comes to you. See, you know, I'm going to tell you something, young man. God don't work by condemnation. He don't work by guilt. If you go to prayer and you feel guilt, that's not God. If you feel condemnation, that's not God. That's, an, that's the enemy trying to push you out of the presence of God, to drive you from the presence of God. Watch now. And the enemy brings some unclean, just because you have an unclean thought come to you does not mean it's yours. this on it did not come from your hum it did not come from your nature you got the holy ghost that did not come from you that did not come from you you are not to own that the minute you own it the enemy says well they don't know who they are and so they, the enemy will use that to work on you for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks at a time. Until you won't even have no faith to pray. Because we desperately need to have the fire of God. Mm -hmm. I don't have the time, but I'm going to tell you, God didn't raise this church up to be a normal church. Okay. All right. We, newsflash, you're not like everybody else. Okay. Okay, I'll say it again. You're not like everybody else. The enemy wants to put the comment on you. I don't have the time. I... But I'm going to tell you right now, when you start having these thoughts come to you, don't be start owning those things. Recognize it for what it is. Hallelujah. Jesus said that there is going to be a fire that divides. He said, everybody ain't going to be comfortable around it. Hallelujah. Everybody ain't going to be comfortable around it. People are going to get unnerved by it. But you're not to apologize for it. Well, hallelujah.
I'm going to tell some of you right now, you're not going to die before your time. I'm going to say it again. You're not going to die before your time. The devil's been lying to some of you and telling you you're going to lie before you're going to die before your time. You're not going to die before your time. I'm going to repeat it again. You're not going to die before your time. I say you shall live and not die. I'm not up here just saying that randomly. I'm telling you what I know. You're not going to die before your time. Many of you, the enemy has tried to control you by fear for years and years and years. I'll get done with this, hopefully. My dear brother Santo, I will tell you, I got a friend of mine, pastors in Michigan. He said to me, he said, he said, Bobby, I had a man come to me in my church today. Now, this pastor friend of mine is 35 years old. Picture of health. Got uh, three beautiful children. Got wonderful family, pastors a great church, and he had a man come up to him and said to him, uh, the Lord said he's going to take you early. Wonderful. Thank you. Would you like to go to Carabas after church? The Lord said he's going to take you early. Well, he calls me and tells me this. And I said, something rose upon me, my brother. Instantly, I got angry. I said to him, now please forgive me. I know this sounds bold. I said to him, I said, the Lord did not say that. He goes, do what? I said, the Lord did not say that. Now, I know this is bold and it sounds arrogant. But he said to me, he said, how do you know that, he, that God didn't say that? I said, because my brother, that is not what God said to me concerning you. Yeah, okay. He said, he said, what do you mean? I said, God said, you are the man for that city. God said, you're going to pastor a, a marvelous revival church. Okay, I, I'm going to say it again. You're going to pastor a powerful church. And God said, you're the man for that city. And you're the man for that region. God did not say that. He said, I said, now I will tell you what happened. He said, okay. I said, that man is not an evil man. He is not of the devil. I said, you have had a spirit lying to you and telling you you're going to die early. Have you not? He said, yes, I have. I said, I'm going to tell you what happened. That man discerned what that spirit's been saying to you. Well, hallelujah. That man discerned what that spirit's been saying to you. He's not an evil man. He just failed to get a word of knowledge concerning what was going on. I'm going to give you a word of knowledge. You are not going to die early. Oh, God. I'm going to say it again. There are some of you in this room, the devil's been lying to you that the same thing that got on some of your family members is going to get on you and you're going to end up dying of it. But that is a lie from hell. You are not. I canceled that assignment out of your mind right this minute. I said, I cancel that assignment out of your mind right this minute. I cast that thing down and I loose the fire of God against it. I wish somebody get on your feet and give God some praise in this house. I'm coming to an end. I'm going to say it again. I said it last night, and I'm going to say it again right now. You're at the ground, not the ceiling. You, you.
you haven't even begun to see what God's going to do in your family. Let me try that one more time. You are not going to die early. You are not going to die early. You are going to fulfill the purpose of God in your life. I'm, try, I'm breaking something in the Holy Ghost right now. You are not going to die early. You're not going to have a collapse. You're not going to have a collapse. Your family's not going to fall through. You are not inadequate. If the devil's been messing with your mind, I want you to lift your hands right now. The devil's been messing with some of your minds. Lift your hands right now. Look at all these hands. We're going to exercise authority over that right now. And we're going to cast it down. And we're going to command it to stay down. And it's every time it tries to lift its head, we're going to crush it. And we're going to lift up the shield of faith against it. Because the Bible says the shield of faith quenches every fiery dart. And fiery darts are thoughts and emotions. And just because I felt it, ain't, it doesn't belong to me. So lift your hands one more time. By the authority of the word of God. And by the power that is in the name Jesus. I exercise authority and dominion over every lying spirit that would come to these people. And it would cause them to feel like they're going to fail. And that their minds are going to collapse. And that the enemy has come against their minds. And has caused them to try to quit. And has caused them to try to back up on what God has said. I bind it and I cast it out of their minds right now. I cast it down in the name of Jesus. I loose the shield of faith against it right now in the name of Jesus. And I declare victory over their minds. I declare breakthrough over their spirits. I loose the fire of God upon them in this house tonight. Burn out every lie of the devil. Burn out every lie of the devil right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, you got to get militant about it. You got to get militant about it. You got to bow up. Come on, life church. It's time to bow up against it. That's what God wants to do in this revival. He wants to loose a holy boldness on you. He wants to loose a holy boldness. I command fire to fall on you right now. I command the fire of God's presence to fall upon you. I command fire in your praise. I command fire in your prayer. Come on, get out of your seat and make your way down here. Don't, but don't come crying. There's militant power in here to help you.
It's not over for me. It's not over for me. It's not over for my walk with God. It's not over. It's not over. Come on, I lose a sound mind. 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 I cast down the spirit of fear. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at The Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.